Welcome to the latest installment on the teaching of the Tabernacle of the Lord. Charmaine Raymond is a voluntary missionary with Jews for Jesus. In this episode, we explore the Golden Altar of Incense. Lovely to be with you again, and today we're going to have a look at the Golden Altar of Incense, Part 1. And of course, this is where we look at Jesus the High Priest, and this represents the prayer and intercession. Now, part of our worship is prayer and intercession. God has called each believer to be a holy and royal priesthood. 1 Peter 2.5 says, You also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house. Be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through the Messiah, Yeshua. 1 Peter 2.9 But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Under the old covenant, the altar of incense was in the holy place, and only the high priest could minister before the Lord. In Hebrews 9, verses 2 to 4, we read something very different. We read that the altar of incense is now in the most holy place. And this shows us where the curtain has been torn And we can all come directly into the presence of God to minister as a holy and a royal priesthood. I'm going to look at the altar now and particularly pay attention to the four horns. I like to call these four horns the horns of praise, worship, prayer and intercession. A horn is a symbol of power and strength, and defense. And all of these can, of course, be found in praise, worship, prayer, and intercession. In Revelation 5.8, we read that the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Revelation 8.3, And another angel came and stood at the altar with a golden censer, And he was given much incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel. So let's begin with the first two horns, the horns of thanksgiving, praise and worship. When entering the tabernacle, we are exhorted to enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless 
his name. What is the difference between thanksgiving and praise? We thank God for all the, his goodness and all that he has done for us. We praise him for his greatness. Even the Lord's Prayer begins with honoring the name of God. In Matthew 6 verse 9 and in Luke 11 verse 1, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I want you to think of coming into his presence with praise. Why should we begin with praise? What is so important about praise? Praise moves our focus onto the one whom we are praising. The moment you start to focus on God, you forget about all the problems that are around you. And so that lifts you up and takes your focus off everything else and starts to focus on who you should be focusing, God, the solution to all your problems. Praise brings encouragement. Here we can praise God through his names and the character of God. The more we have a relationship with God, the more we start to understand his character. Praise builds our faith. Praise lifts our eyes from our circumstances to the Almighty Father, who is the ruler over all. When you start to praise God and go reflect on the things that he has done for you, that is going to increase your faith. Praise also brings deliverance. Go and read 2 Chronicles 20, verse 1 to 30, the story of King Jehoshaphat. Praise lifts our eyes from the battle to the victory. And of course, as we come in with thanksgiving, this in turn leads to worship. Let's have a look at Psalm 95, verse 1. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout joyfully to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. Let us shout joyfully to him with psalms. For the Lord is the great God and the great King above all gods. In his hand are the deep places of the earth. The heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it. And his hands formed the dry land. And here we can see coming in with that praise. And now let's pick it up from verse 6, how we enter into worship. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, the sheep of his hand. When we look at the horn of worship, let's have a look at the difference compared to praise. Worship is primarily an attitude. During worship, we become totally focused on God. And so thus the lines of communication are now open for God to speak to us through his spirit. It is important to hear what God is saying so that we can pray and intercede accordingly to the will of God. 1 John 5:14, And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. 
Well, listeners, I truly trust that this is going to encourage you to begin the prayer, uh, the praise and the worship part of the altar of incense. Next time, we are going to have a look at the other two horns, which is prayer and intercession. May you be blessed in the meantime, and till next time, God bless. Thank you for listening. For more podcasts, visit Spudcaster on baobalb.org.